Looking to step up your Mother's Day flowers? The Home Depot has an idea. Let mom's green thumb do some digging with colorful flowers, pots, and premium soils to bring out the most in her patios, walkways, and gardens. Right now, get Vigoro Potting Soil just $8.97 for strong, healthy, vibrant plants, indoors and outside. Shop our wide selection online and pick up your order in-store and give mom the gift of a beautiful garden. Get Vigoro Potting Soil just $8.97 at the Home Depot. How doers get more done. See homedepot.com slash delivery for details. Make the most of your me time with sensational hair products from Method. The new range of shampoos and conditioners will leave your hair looking shiny and feeling healthy. From pure peace, infused with peony, rose water, and quinoa protein, to simply nourish, crafted with coconut, rice milk, and shea butter. And daily zen with calming cucumber, seaweed, and green tea. Visit methodproducts.com to unleash your inner shower with Method and reconnect with the best version of yourself. This is People Every Day. Coming up, pop star Megan Trainer opens up about the crippling anxiety she's kept hidden for years. Plus, The View's COVID catastrophe, a painful update in the Jelani Day missing person case, and Marcus Samuelson drops in to share his food favorites. It's September 24th. Well, hello, hello. I'm your host, Janine Rubenstein, and this is People Every Day. It is Friday. We made it to the finish line, and I have a Charlie horse, you guys. My plan for the weekend is to just completely and utterly not. That's it. But before we get there, there is so, so much to get into today. So let's start with some chaos on The View recently, COVID-induced chaos that played out right on air just as Vice President Kamala Harris was preparing to come on stage. Listen to this. We're back, and there seems to be something happening here that I'm not 100% aware of. I need uh, the two of you to step off for a second. Okay. Anna and and uh, and, and we're going to bring Sonny you back later. Have to okay. leave. Yeah. Yes. And we'll tell you why. More information later. It's a tease. We'll so- tell you why in a couple of minutes. So shall I introduce the vice president? Yes. Okay. So vice president. No. no. Nope. Okay. So it was revealed that Sonny Hostin and Anna Navarro tested positive for COVID, but they got that news live on air and had to be pulled. The vice president had to do her interview remotely, filming from a neighboring studio with the two remaining co-hosts, Joy Behar and Sarah Haynes. And this was billed as the VP's first in-studio talk show interview since the pandemic. Just a further reminder that we are so not out of the woods yet. In other news, one major story that keeps popping up on my timeline is that of Elvira, Mistress of the Dark actress and famed horror hostess Cassandra Peterson. She's now 70 and the star has a new book out called Yours Cruelly, Elvira, where she opens up about her sexuality, but also about an alleged assault that she says happened at a party at her friend NBA legend Wilt Chamberlain's Bel Air mansion in the 1970s. For those who may be sensitive to this content, the following details, sexual assault. In the book, she writes that while taking a tour of his closet, she was forced to engage in oral sex. She writes, Why didn't I try to scream, fight back, or get away? When a seven foot one, 300 pound man has his hand wrapped around your neck, there's really not a lot you can do. Though she doesn't name her alleged abuser in the text, in recent interviews, she has come forward to claim that it was basketball legend Wilt Chamberlain, who died in 1999. She says her decision to come forward now was inspired in part by the Me Too movement. 
truly sad and shocking. Now, a quick update to the Gabby Petito story that we've been following closely. Police have now issued a warrant for the arrest of her fiancé, Brian Laundrie, who is still missing, believed to be somewhere in the wilderness of Venice, Florida's Carlton Reserve after leaving his parents' home on or around September 11th. Meanwhile, Petito's family is in the midst of making funeral arrangements. And now, guys, it's time to dig in. In the wake of all the publicity surrounding the Petito case, it's been highlighted that similar cases involving people of color don't receive this level of coverage. Uh, We touched on this discrepancy a few days ago and brought up a not-as-covered case involving the disappearance of a Black graduate student by the name of Jelani Day. Jelani went missing around the same time as Gabby Petito, and his mother had been outspoken about the lack of help she was getting concerning his case. Yesterday, police confirmed they found his body. Today, People's Crime reporter Greg Hanlon joins us to talk about the man, the case, and what we know. Thanks for joining me today, Greg. Hey, Janine. Thanks for having me. So this is such awful news, and my heart goes out to his family. Of course, it's a huge time of mourning for them. Um, I'm I'm sure they're struggling to process all that's happened in the last month. So, Greg, uh, can you share a little bit of the details here, like what got us to this point? Uh, Yeah. So uh, Jelani Day was a graduate student at uh, Illinois State University, and uh, he vanished August 24th. And uh, and two days later, his car was found about an hour north in a wooded area. Uh, uh, On September 4th, uh, a body was discovered nearby that wooded area, which was about 60 miles, you know, an hour north of of, uh, where he vanished from. Hmm. And uh, police just yesterday confirmed that that body was Jelani's. And they say, they're saying that he, he vanished uh, under unexplained suspicious circumstances. And uh, although they haven't you know, commented that his, his uh, cause and manner of death is not known, police you know, said that, that his death is unusual. So there's sort of enough here to imply that... Um, you know, foul play might be involved. Oh, my goodness. Speaking to all that mystery, there were clothes in the car and and there were just details that didn't add up, right? Yes, yeah. The clothes that he was last seen wearing were in the car. And more than that, it's just completely inconsistent with uh, what we know of this person. Uh, his mom has said that he was not you know, depressed and despite, uh, you know, kind of the, the high achieving um, status of being a, a, a you know, grad student uh, training to become a speech pathologist, you know, it wasn't like this guy was, was feeling so much pressure that made him wanted to escape uh, life. His pastor described him as, as beloved and, you know, harming himself just seems really out of character based on what we know of Jelani Day. Wow. In the camp of this possibly being foul play, there are no persons of interest or anyone that they would think that was in his orbit that that might be suspicious? They haven't mentioned anything to that effect. Um, you know, but but as his mom pointed out, this is being investigated by one local police department, and she actually said that it was only one detective that was working on the case. We have not been able to confirm yeah. that that only one detective was working on the case, but still, you know, this is being handled by one jurisdiction, and you contrast that to the Gabby Petito case, where you know it's a cross country search. The FBI, you know, multiple local police departments are dealing with this case, yeah, and you know, we don't know a lot about the Jelani Day case, and you know, possibly that is attributable to the simple lack of resources that have been put on this case, yeah. 
Well, I mean, you you mentioned earlier that there are still some missing pieces for all of those reasons. Um, can we expect any answers in the coming days? Like what's next here in terms of this investigation? Well, the autopsy um, and, and uh, sadly, uh, his body was found in a river, so it was in a, a state of, of decomposition. And, it, you know, hopefully answers will, will soon unfold. Um, as I said earlier, there, there are things that Police have said that reading between the lines might have you believe that they think that foul play was involved, even if they haven't commented on that per se. Mm. Unexplained suspicious circumstances is one quote. Uh, Unusual is another quote. So it seems like authorities think that something nefarious happened here. Wow. Oh, this is just such a sad story. I I saw his quote, um, well, it's from his mom that said she spoke with him just the day before he went missing. And he said, okay, mama, I just want to hear your voice. And that was their last conversation. Oh, my heart breaks for his family. Greg, thank you so much for giving us these details. Incredibly heartbreaking. Thanks for having me on, Janine. Next up, I take you inside Megan Trainer's revealing new People cover story, and I catch up with her new Food Network co-host, Marcus Samuelson. Stay tuned. Looking to step up your Mother's Day flowers? The Home Depot has an idea. Let mom's green thumb do some digging with colorful flowers, pots, and premium soils to bring out the most in her patios, walkways, and gardens. Right now, get Vigoro Potting Soil just $8.97 for strong, healthy, vibrant plants, indoors and outside. Shop our wide selection online and pick up your order in-store and give mom the gift of a beautiful garden. Get Vigoro Potting Soil just $8.97 at the Home Depot. How doers get more done. See homedepot.com slash delivery for details. Hi, guys. I am back now, and we are going to take a quick trip into the pages of People. So as part of our ongoing Let's Talk About It mental health campaign, my colleague Jeff Nelson sat down with pop star Megan Trainer for this week's cover story. The All About That Bass singer opened up like never before to Jeff about the crippling anxiety she's dealt with for years. Listen as she describes the very first panic attack she ever had. My first panic attack ever was on live television with Gail King. And I was announcing the Grammy nominees and I was like vibrating. I felt like I was gonna pass out on live television. And as soon as they said cut, I was supposed to do another interview. And I went off and was like (gasps) in front of everyone in front of Gail King, everyone. And now, as we know, she is a new mom to her and hubby Daryl Sabara's adorable seven-month-old son, Riley. She talks about how birth and motherhood affected her body and confidence, but also made her a better person. Listen. We got covered in stretch marks, new scars on new places, and a scar from the C-section that goes right over all of them. I've started to feel, like, unsexy immediately. Someone said, once, once you have a baby, your life is over and it's their life now. Everything's them. And I'm like, I don't know. Mine was like, I got better. And I started focusing on me more for my baby. And like, I remember like the first day I could start walking, I would push him in the cart and look at him and go, I'm going to be a better person for you. I love that. And now she's got a whole new gig as well as host of the new cooking show, Top Chef 
family style, which I can't wait to watch. Now, she doesn't cook, but thankfully her co-host, famed chef and restaurateur Marcus Samuelson does. And I had the pleasure of catching up with him recently about his new partnership with Ben's Original, My Original Recipe Campaign. We talked about that and his journey and his favorite foods. So it's Friday. Just relax and take a listen. I'm really excited about, first of all, that Ben's own original as a company shows its curiosity and show its commitment to diversity. And a platform like My Original Recipe, you share a story, you can talk about your restaurant, you can talk about your platform, and uh, the more diverse stories we can uh, share and inspire people, uh, it's super, super important. You know, and, and, and personal narratives in, in cooking and highlighting that, it's super important, right? Like I started cooking, from my family and eventually went the professional route, but it was still really started with my family. And when I started, I didn't know there were chefs that looked like me. Of course there were, but I need to get out in the world to see that. And, and if we're gonna narrow the gap in terms of uh, black and brown ownership in, in restaurants, it starts with sharing stories. And I just feel like uh, Ben's Original has done a really good job of going there and sharing those stories. For sure. And, and you mentioned your backstory. You are a proud Swedish Ethiopian award-winning chef, of course, who's made it to the top restaurants, books and, and cooks for Hollywood A-listers, but did you have any moments where you questioned, you know, your abilities and, and how did you, you know, get out of that? One of the advantages or challenges when you're a black chef coming into a space and you're, and you're very, very ambitious was finding role models. I worked in all white kitchens and the chef very upfront said to me, you have to lower your ambition because there's no black chefs that owns restaurants like ours. And and I said, maybe now, but I'm here to change that. And I didn't know how I would do that. You know, and that was in France. And eventually I moved to New York City and started to see uh, a little bit more diversity. Uh, but we have to work hard and, and obviously stand on the shoulder of the generation before me. But I feel a lot of my work opening Red Rooster in Harlem, right? Having an open kitchen so the guests can see clearly who's cooking, who's preparing your food, who are the incredible team that is doing this. So everything I didn't see in my coming up as becoming a chef is actually things that I'm putting into the workspace right now, right? I didn't see a lot of women in the kitchen. I made a commitment to make sure that we have 50-50% uh, women in our kitchen. So everything I did not see, I can now create. I love that. Well, before we wrap up, I want to play a quick fun game of eat this or that with you. So let's get into it. PBJ, peanut butter and jelly or grilled cheese? I'm going to be Euro trash grilled cheese. <laughs> Ice cream or frozen yogurt? Ice cream. Come on now. Oh, yeah. White meat or dark meat? Dark meat. Come on. Uh, the bone. The juicy. <laughs> Popcorn or peanuts? Peanuts. Ew. No. Okay. <laughs> Spicy or sweet? Spicy. Okay. Okay. I love it. And so who's easier to impress with your cooking skills, Barack Obama or your five-year-old son, Zion? Oh, former president. I could have, I could have, <laughs> <laughs> uh, 44. Oh, wow. Oh, Zion, those picky eaters. <laughs> That was celebrity chef Marcus Samuelson on his extraordinary culinary career and why he's staying true to his roots. For more on this story, head over to people.com and pick up a copy of Megan Trainer on the cover this week. 
And now, something to make you smile. Fall is officially here, and for all my daters out there, that means cuffing season is upon us. You know, cuffing handcuffs, stick with somebody. So to kick things off right, British lover boy Harry Styles offered his two cents during his concert on Monday night in Detroit for a concert goer who held a poster up that said, should I text him? So listen up, people, because it's going to get real. I call it Relationship 101 with Harry Styles. First, he says, if you're considering it, then it isn't even a question. Then he summed it up this way. My personal opinion is that if, he's, if there's any sort of games, trash, 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 not trash. And there you have it, folks. Dating games, not texting back, all trash. <laughs> I'd say he's giving good direction. No? No 1D fans left out there? (laughs) Have a wonderful weekend. Be sure to rate and comment on the show on Apple Podcasts, and I will talk to you all soon.